0: Good morning, this is Marshall Davis. This is another episode in which I am talking about Christian non-duality. Non-duality is reality. That was the insight of Jesus in the earliest Christian message of the Kingdom of God. Non-duality is the truth at the core of all great spiritual traditions of the world. But if non-duality is reality, then where did duality come from? If all is one, how did two come about? How did we find ourselves in this seemingly dualistic world? Every religious tradition has its own origin myths to explain this. The Tao Te Ching says simply the Tao begot one, one begot two, two begot three and three begot the 10,000 things. That fits into non-dualism very well. But what about the Judeo-Christian scriptures? Is there anything in the Genesis creation accounts which explains the origin of this dualistic world that we seem to find ourselves in? Yes, when we read the Biblical creation accounts, we find the origin of duality explained very well. For those with eyes to see, the opening words of the Bible are familiar to many of us. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, now the earth was formless and void, darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Now the opening line, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, is really the title of the section. And not part of the story. We find the same sort of title at the beginning of the second creation story in chapter 2. Which says, this is the account of the heavens and the earth when they were created. When the Lord God made the earth and the heavens. So after the title, the story begins... With these words, now the earth was formless and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. So the account begins with formless and void. In Hebrew it is tohu wabohu, which is kind of fun to say. In the beginning was emptiness, and darkness, void, nothing. That is why Christian theology talks about creatio ex nihilo, creation from nothing. This primeval state is difficult to describe using words that are designed to describe something rather than nothing. So this ancient Hebrew author used the symbol of water. Deep, dark water. The ancient Hebrews were a desert, nomadic people, not a seafaring people. Oceans represented for them the mysterious unknown. This void is non-dual. It is not one, it is before one. In so far as you can even talk about before time and space, which you can't of course. We are beyond the realm where words apply. It is the womb of the universe. It is the Matrix out of which came the Big Bang. This is the Eternal. It is the Tao that gave birth to the One, and the Two, and the Three, and the Ten Thousand Things. We can call this God if we are careful how we use the term. This is not God with a face and a name. This is the Nameless. The name that cannot be spoken From this non-duality comes duality. Now watch how it unfolds in this Genesis account. It says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. He called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. Do you see what happens? From the nothing comes the one which was light, that one was brought about by naming it. And that one was labeled good. And as soon as there was one, then it was separated from the other. Darkness making two. Separation is duality. And then there was more naming. Light was called day. Darkness was called night. All duality is naming there is no duality until there is speech when one identifies something with a word then it is distinguished from something else with a different word if we look closely at the story we see that even god understood as a creator deity and not a term for the non-dual reality before creation that that creator god is part of that duality As soon as God starts naming things, that means that God is standing apart from what is named. In order for creation to happen, for a dualistic cosmos to come into being, God becomes a part of this duality. This is the distinction which Meister Eckhart makes between God and Godhead. This is how the personal God, as most people understand God, comes into being as an idea in duality. As the Tao Te Ching points out, the Tao is older than God, by which Lao Tzu means God understood as a divine being set apart from creation and us. But understood as the Tao, as Godhead, then the divine, what I call God, eternal. But most Christians do not go there. The God of traditional theism, including Christianity, is dualistic. In truth, there is only non-duality. This duality I'm speaking of is simply the product of naming, which is a process of separating one from two, one from another. First in the story, light is separated from darkness, then heaven from earth, then dry land from water, then living things from earth and water and so forth. Finally, human beings from other living things. Day 1, day 2, day 3, day 4, day 10,000. This is the rhythm of the creation story in the first chapter of Genesis. The pattern continues. The second creation story in Genesis chapter 2, it is an entirely different story, written hundreds of years before the first one. This story tells us how duality arose in human experience. First there is the separation of humans from the earth, thus making two. Then man starts naming everything around him, thereby separating himself from nature, and then there is a separation of male from female, naming once again, then we have the famous story of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, which is a symbol of duality if there ever was one. Before they ate of the fruit of that tree, there was no distinction between good and evil. No yin and yang, only Tao. But as soon as they started distinguishing, one from two, good from evil. Then paradise came tumbling down. Non-dual awareness fell away. They lived in a dualistic world. This story is normally called the fall, which for Christians means fall into sin, with the consequence of being suffering and death. And there is truth in these words but it is often distorted by further theological thinking. In actuality, the story is about the fall into duality, represented by the tree of duality, the knowledge of good and evil. With duality, of course, comes separation and distinction, not only between good and evil, but between life and death, and people and God and that brings suffering. Original unity became duality. This is the origin of duality according to the Jewish and Christian scriptures. This myth reflects the experience of the first primates that might have been called human. It is repeated with every human ever born. We are born and immediately we are separated from the womb and come into the light. And then comes alternating duality of light and darkness, day and night, warmth and cold, hunger and thirst, pleasure and pain. And in time we came to distinguish ourselves as different from others. And then we learned to name things, thereby identifying them as different from us. That is why Christian scripture says in the beginning was the Word through which everything was made. Word brings this dualistic world into existence. The sense of a separate self developed and with it, our sense of alienation. We came to believe ourselves to be this self and to see the world as separate from us and others as separate from us and God as separate from us. In reality, This is all in our heads, it's all words and thoughts. In truth, we predate duality. As Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. We are that from which the world comes. We are that from which humans and gods come. We are non-duality. And we can be aware of this. We can return to Eden. And that is represented in the Genesis story by the Tree of Life. It is said that if anyone eats of the Tree of Life, they will live forever. This is an invitation. The only way to eat of the Tree of Life is to get past the cherubim who is guarding the tree of life with a flaming sword flashing back and forth, it says. That back and forth is once again a symbol of duality. This story means that we must be willing to brave the cherubim's sword, not run away from it, east of Eden, to save our skin. To eat of the tree of life means we must die to self. Duality must die. The dualistic identity that we have formed must die. and When it dies, then we are free to eat of the tree of life in the center of the garden. That is non-duality, unitive awareness. That is the kingdom of God at the heart of Eden. This is our true home. That's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net My blog Spiritual Reflections can be found at marshalldavis.us There you will also find a link to my books and my email address. Join me next time for another episode of The Tao of Christ.